Around takes me where I want to go. Where will it send me? You don't know nothing about NATO? I don't know nothing about NATO. Do you understand the concept of the Tooth Fairy? How do I reach these gates? This is my daughter. You take that off. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Welcome. Ooh, Pat's got a sound effects. <laughs> it's going to be hard to do it's with the microphone. It's going to be crazy. This is, uh, guys, this is a huge day for Chubstep. As many know, we've been a lot of buildup. A lot of buildup for this. Chub 100. What is it called? Chub 100. Nice. Uh, yeah, 100 episodes of Chubstep. We've been doing this for almost two years. What's a bigger milestone? You think 100 is better than two years? Because in four episodes, it'll be two years. 104? Yeah. Well, 52-52. Yeah. Yeah, 100 has a better ring to it. It does. Um, so now we can go into syndication. I've been waiting to do that joke for a while. That's a classic TV one, Pat. When you get 100 <laughs> episodes, you can go into syndication. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's been a, we, you were not on the show last week. No, I was not. So we're going to start as a classic Chubstep move here. I'm going to ask Pat what he's been doing. <laughs> classic. Yeah. Guess what I did? I dropped... Over $1,200 on four Guns N' Roses tickets to United Center in November. Now, obviously, yes. I'm, I'm not taking up all four <laughs> tickets. Some people got to pay me. The money truck, baby. That was rough, putting that on the card. On Guns, on Guns N' Roses? Yeah. You coming, said they're coming back. They're coming back in November. Oh, gosh. How can I not? Are you just kind of pissed because you spent a lot of money? Okay, let's let, for those that don't show, know. Or the it was the first big show in Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah, I spent a lot of money. Uh, well, no, I'm not mad. well, let's let's go through the progression here. Originally, you spent a bunch of money to go to Coachella, right? You were going to see them because they were. They, you thought they might only perform in Coachella. Yes, but I bought the insurance on that for an extra fifty bucks. So in the end, I only lost fifty bucks. Okay, that. but originally you're going to do that. Then you're like, all right, they're going to Las Vegas. They might only go to Las Vegas. So you flew out to Las Vegas. Well, they, yeah, they made the Las Vegas show before yep. the Coachella show. That's I wanted right. to be at the first show. Yes. And then they did some little secret show in L.A. where it was like $10 a ticket or something. And tickets <laughs> so you didn't went even on get sale the, the day of the show. Yeah, so you didn't even get the first. No. So then It was the first big one, though. That place yeah. only fit like 200 people. So Yeah, so then you fly out to Las Vegas. You see them there. Then they were going to come to Chicago, and that was supposed to be kind of the end, right? I thought, yes. yeah, I thought they were not going to come back. Yep. I thought I was going to go to Minneapolis or St. Louis because that was supposed to be the closest show. They yep. had this big announcement coming, and yep. some stuff happened along the way, and they delayed the announcement. The announcement was just more tour dates. Okay, so they, they're coming back to some of the like New York. Yeah, coming back to they're coming back to Detroit. They're finishing in Los Angeles, so I think that'll be the end of the tour. But and, and you think that might be the last time they ever tour? Um. Now there's rumors of new music. Yeah. There's rumors. Rumors, yeah. But they're just rumors. But yeah. so far, every rumor that's happened along the way has been true. Hmm. Yeah, so you got to believe them. Got to believe rumors. I, I would like it. Yeah. I, and no, I, ha- I have no regrets. No okay, regrets. good. Okay, because good. I, I good. didn't see them until I was, what was I? I was 24. Yeah. So 
Now you're just I on a roll. This yeah. is going to be the fourth time. I could have yeah. easily seen them four times over 24 years before that. Yeah. But, you know, they just made it difficult. So, yeah, it is hard spending all this money in one short period yes. of time. <laughs> yes. I will say that. But I'm stoked, man. Yeah. You never know how long these guys with a lot of these no. musicians, especially, are right. not lasting very long recently. They're in their 50s. Yeah. And uh, so, no, it's good to, yeah, good to see them while you can. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I was doing that. I went to, I believe it was called Pollyanna Brewery in Lamont. I'll bring the yeah. beers. I believe that's what it was called. They okay. had like an outdoor uh, beer fest, like beer tasting thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the beer tasting. There was a ridiculous long line. I just dropped 40 bucks. That was enough for eight beers. I didn't have all eight beers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had four of the eight. Yes. So that was nice. You take your shirt off. Yeah. You know, you, you have a beer. So beer tasting would have just been, uh, I'm so going to get a bunch of little samples opposed yeah, to like, in, like I'm going to buy the full small, ones. Yeah, small, like plastic, like Dixie-sized cup. Yeah. So Pat, uh, let's remind people, uh, this is a story probably from the old Chub Step days, uh, but you and me did this one time a while ago. We did the... We did the a, now, to be fair, I drank a lot the night before. I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I was feeling that beer taste. That wasn't even a, an effect for me because it was just so much. So what happens, we went to Two Brothers Brewery, which is at the time they had one in Warrenville. I think they still have one there. It's a suburb of Chicago. And we go there, and my dad was, I remember, we all went there because there was four of us that all went to Marquette together. It was kind of in the middle of us. So we're like, all right, we'll meet there. My dad had been there before, and he's like, hey, you got to get the sample thing. So we go there. We all each order, like, the sample platter. And they apparently had a bunch of seasonal beers because I think when he did it, there was maybe, like, six or something. I, I can't remember how many there was with us, like, 12 or something like that. Does something that sound right? like that. Like, 12. And some of these beers went up to 12 14%. Yes. And... So originally we were just going to stay there and watch the Bears game and, you know, have these little sample thing and watch the Bears game. And we all drove there. And by the end of this, we're realizing none of us can drive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, well, I got dropped off. You got I, dropped I, off. I knew I was, something yeah. was going to happen. So you got picked up, yeah. but we ended up staying through the whole next, like there was like a Packers uh, Detroit game or something. It after was like that. the one time the Packers needed the win because yes. if they w- it was against the Vikings. Yes, you're right. If, if they would have beat the Vikings, the Bears would have went to the playoffs. Yeah. And of course they lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one they time lose. Yeah, we needed them to win. Yes, I'm I remember that. Yeah, so that we ended up having to stay for that whole extra game just because we had had too much to drink to drive back, and so that was my last experience with a sample of beer. Yeah, so, I think it was my last one too. Yeah, <laughs> so probably just sticking to the one, you know, the couple glasses. But how much? I know how much I'm going to get at exactly. that point. Yeah, and it's nice to sip on something too instead of just take a taste and it's over. Like, what if you like it? That's a very good point, Pat. Thank That's you. That's a very good point. I don't get compliments from you often. Yeah. <laughs> At least genuine ones. That's true. That's probably true. That's probably true. You gotta get some decent cheers in here, man. Okay. What's this shit made out of, anyway? Uh, steel? Yeah? Yeah. Well, a... you should get it welded better in the corners. I uh, I was at a wedding this past weekend. I seen that. Yes, you seen that. It was my cousin's wedding. My cousin Jenna, she is a year older than me. She looks very similar to me. She looks more like me than my sister does. And it's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. But no offense. I had not seen her in a, in a few years, probably like three years. And we get invited to the wedding. It was in Champaign, Illinois, University of Illinois area. And it was uh, it was at a barn. The actual church service, the actual wedding part was at, in a church, but then the reception was in a barn. I feel like barn weddings are going up. It, I went to a barn wedding in the past year. Yeah, I had never been. I seen another one. barn yeah. wedding from the past weekend yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, those are maybe those the are one the, I was at. No, it wasn't. Okay, 
<laughs> so uh, it was, uh, we go there and it was um, really nice. Really, really nice. It, like the weather was end up being hot during the day, but at night it was kind of cool. They opened up the big doors on the side, but it had a bunch of, you know, the hanging lights and a lot of the chandeliers. Very like that looks nice. rustic feeling, um, you know, nice like cupcakes and catered food. It was not, it was not um, over the top. It was like a perfect amount, you know, it was good times. Uh, just good. Yeah. A very good. Probably the best, you know, the most memorable wedding of the ones I've been to. Well, that's um, nice. Yeah. It was a very good time. Very good time. And so, oh, so while I was there though, my cousin has a very fancy camera, my cousin Trent, and he just wanted to take some pictures, you know? So I was like, Hey, I need some pictures. You know, I need one, some more businessy ones, like maybe for my LinkedIn picture or stuff like that. So I'm all about me, he baby. takes some ones and they're looking pretty solid. And I had a nice uh, tan suit on. So I'm like, Hey Trent, why don't you take a bunch? You know, we're like, let's just take a bunch of these. There's a, one of my favorite clickhole articles is one called nine guys who look like they could be named Tommy Showbiz. And it's just a bunch of pictures of guys like in suits on their phones. And they're like, oh, yeah, that guy could be named Tommy Showbiz. Why is it always Tommy? It's like I don't Tommy know. Tommy Bahama. Yeah, to- yeah. Tommy Showbiz. <laughs> so Tommy Showbiz. So I'm like, I need some Tommy Showbiz pictures. So we're taking some of these. And uh, so then I just got the Instagram, right? So I'm posting some of these. I'm like, this is perfect, Trent. Thank I just you. got the Instagram. So I'm like, Trent, what's Three the name of your... Three hashtags or less. I'm like, Trent, what's the name of your you know photography thing? He's like, I haven't really thought about it. How about dog shit photography? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that works perfect. for me. If that's what you want, man. That's what, it's memorable. So, I, I feel like some people would like that. Maybe not a wedding, but yeah, <laughs> maybe not for a wedding. Yes, but luckily he was not taking pictures of of the wedding. Uh, you know, Bird up. one thing I saw here, Pat. Uh, I was driving to work the other day, and I saw a ad for AM radio station, and it said the only headline on there was "respectful debate." Okay. And I was thinking, is there anything that sounds more boring than respectful debate? No, I was going to say, I'm not intrigued at all. (laughs) Respectful debate. It was like two people, you know, standing side by side, a guy and a girl, and it just said respectful debate. It sounds like Canadian. Yeah. (laughs) That must, yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, something from Canada. Did you see, there was like a tweet from Barstool Sports. It was, uh, I forget who was playing. It was the Maple Leafs, whoever the Maple Leafs were playing. Nope. No. Anyways, there was a Maple Leafs fan. He just stuck a sign in the air. It was like, I just hope both teams had fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Respectful debate. Yes. No, I love that. I think that's uh, I think that's perfect. So, Pat, I was thinking before, because I got a bunch of stuff written down. I'm sure I know you have a bunch of stuff. But I think before we get too far, I think maybe we should go through all these listener emails. Sure. So we don't get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, so... We, yeah, we have a lot of we, – we had Trevor send out a bunch of stuff about people emailing the show. A lot of people just did it on their own, you know, on their own free will. And so we wanted to get a lot of listener emails in here. So, oh, okay, so email the show, guys, in the future, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we said we would read whatever you guys emailed us, which might have been a mistake. In hindsight, this might have been a mistake. So Can I read the first one? Yeah, let's, what's the first one? The subject is Jared's first anal. Okay, yep, see, this is a problem with saying this. <laughs> From Alina. <laughs> All right, yeah, thanks, Alina. Feel free to answer none, some, or all of these. I got nothing to hide, so you can say it from Alina fucking roses. Okay. <laughs> That's who it's from. Yeah. Thank I you. Yes. <laughs> if you were blind for a year, what would be the first thing you'd want to see when you got your sight back? You can pick one meal. Well, let's start with the first one. Let's just go. If you were blind for a year, what would be the first thing you'd want to see when you got your sight back? Um, man, what's hard on the eyes? I mean, hearts on the eyes, not hard on the eyes. Yeah. Hard eyes. You don't want to see a heart on with your eyes. <laughs> you don't want to see that. So let's skip that part. Okay. Um, 
Let's see something real visual. Um, you know, ah, I don't know. It's kind of a boring answer, but yeah. shocking. When you buy vinyl, sometimes they have artwork on the inside. It's yeah, it's kind of trippy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just so colorful. It's yeah. like you haven't seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm thinking a guy walking across the street gets hit by a car, does like the full flip over the car, and lands on his feet. And he's like fine, and he like wow. he's looking at he's turning side by side, and he's like, "Whoa, what just happened?" And he's fine. <laughs> if that was the first thing I saw after I'd been blind, I'm like, "This is amazing. This is a great world." I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the next one? You can pick one meal that you have to eat every day for the rest of your life. Health doesn't matter. Okay. What is it? Every day. Crab legs. Crab legs with butter. Butter. Mine's gonna be chili. Chili. Yeah. You and the chili, man. Yeah, chili, big chili cook-offs, guy. green yep. chili. Yep. You like your chili. I like my chili. That's what I'm going with. Fair enough. Craziest work story. I was a busboy. Okay, yeah, let's hear your <laughs> busboy story. I was a busboy. Yep. And uh, this guy sort of dined and dashed. Mm-hmm. And they they asked the busboys to run after him. And so I, I, I'm not running after this guy. <laughs> You're not getting paid enough. I'm not getting paid enough. I'm not running after this guy. But one of the bus boys ran after the guy and tackled the guy outside. Oh, God. <laughs> that's like it get you in trouble. The bus boys right. in trouble. Like, that's ridiculous. Well, the, the dude ended up getting in trouble. Like, the police came. Yeah, okay, so, okay. So, there are the, yeah, citizen's arrest. There you go. I had, I had a dine and dash situation one time. I was at uh, Casa Bonita, which is in – it's referenced in South Park one, in one episode. It's in Denver. It's, a, like, a Mexican restaurant that – they have like cliff diving on the inside. It's like this crazy like kids type place, but they serve. You know, it's an interesting place. This guy, the the waiter came over to me, my dad, and my cousin, and he said, "Hey guys, uh, I know the service is going to be really bad tonight, but uh, can you not dine and dash?" <laughs> <laughs> so we just started off like, "Oh come on!" He started it off like that. So <laughs> it's a great way to introduce yourself. Um, okay, my my craziest story is. This was a couple of weeks into uh, working at my job that I have right now. So I had gotten a call on the way to work that uh, my, my boss just gave me a call and he said, hey, I don't want you to come to the office. I want you to uh, drive to Midway right now, Midway Airport. And I said, okay, why? And he's like, all right, we'll fill you in later. And so as I get there, they say, buy, the, buy a two-way, you know, a round-trip ticket to Nashville right now, you know, for today and come back today. And I said, all right. So then I did that. I went up to the, you know, which is always like something I feel like you've seen in movies is like you go up to the ticket and you're like, I need a flight to Nashville today. <laughs> and I've now know, put it on my credit card. Yeah, put it on my credit card right now. So uh, I did that. And then I flew to Nashville like an hour later. And I go there and I don't still don't know what I'm doing any of this for. They're like, all right, you need to, here's an address. You need to drive there and pick up this box. And again, nobody is filling me in on what's going on. And this is a couple of weeks into me working at my job. And I take a taxi over to this place. I get this big black box that's like the size of, I don't know, like a, it's, it's very large, like the, like a large checked on, check on bag. And it's plastic, you know, like a Pelican case type thing. So, uh, then I get that and I hop back in the taxi, drive back. The flight is like an hour later, get on the flight, head back. And I didn't know it was, you know, at this point they're like, Hey, it's a microphone that's in this box. So I said, all right. Uh, great. Good to know at this point. And I get in, I hit back like late at night, uh, probably like nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock. I, I fly back to Chicago and then I drive this, uh, big 
case over to work and I walked this big case up to my office up on the third floor and we set up this microphone. And so it was a specific microphone that uh, Emp- uh, Terrence Howard had requested for oh. Empire Music Session. And this was like the first time we had ever done that. And then the next day I ended up sitting, I was like, oh, I just got to Nashville the day before. I want to sit in on this music session. And so that's when I ended up being on the one song. Uh, there was one song in Empire that I ended up being on. And that was because I sat in on that session the whole day and they needed people to do this extra chorus part. And so I found out what I was doing at, after like 12 hours of flying around. <laughs> so I, that was probably the craziest story. And I don't think I'll have one that's, that's nearly crazy. that crazy. So crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Um, okay, I like that question. Thanks, Ryan. What is the biggest lie you ever told your parents? How's your college classes going? They're great. <laughs> um, biggest lie I ever told my parents. My parents listen to the show. <laughs> this was something that I was hoping to almost take to the grave. Uh-oh. Uh, and when they listen to the show, they'll be surprised by this. There was a, and I've only actually ever told one person this story. Well, now all so the now listeners. So now it's going to be out there. So when I was pretty young, uh, maybe seven, no, I don't, I don't know, maybe seven or eight. I'm going to say that old. There was this, there was this bird and it was this little baby bird that I had found in my uncle's, in my aunt and uncle's, uh, like they have the ranch in St. Louis. Like it's like a bunch of animals and stuff. And so in their chicken coop, there was this, uh, like a baby bird that I found in a nest. And I grabbed the baby bird because lo- it was so cute. <laughs> and I grabbed the baby bird and I brought it to my parents and I told them that it had fallen out of a tree. Oh. But really I had just taken it from its nest. And you messed and, up the bird's whole life. Well, we took it back to my house and ended up trying to nurse it. And it maybe survived another, like, week, and then it died. Oh. But we tried to feed it. Uh, You're such but a bad person. They definitely don't know. that. <laughs> they definitely think that it fell from a tree, <laughs> unless they could see that I was lying at the time. But uh, So there you go. That's something I never told my parents. What's one thing that took you way too long to realize? Example, I just found out what a rhubarb was last week. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> what what took way too long? Huh. That's tough. Um Jardinaire for me. Yeah. I never knew what it was. I thought it looked gross and then a couple of years ago I just tried it just to try it. Mhm. And it's it's fantastic. Yeah. For me, I'm going to go with that food route too, sushi. That's a good answer. Yeah. I I didn't start the sushi thing till about 2 years ago too. Yeah. Yeah. There's even less for yeah, probably about a year ago for me and it was yeah. I just never like it sounded gross or whatever. I never really tried it. Just kind of assumed the worst. You no, know, I the few times I did try it, it was at like a a big buffet that was just nasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's you yeah, know. That's great. You don't want buffet. You want sushi's been sitting out for a while yeah. like a buffet scenario. <laughs> yeah. If you switch genders, what would your new name be? Patricia. That makes sense. Some people call me that. It drives yeah. me nuts. <laughs> uh, <coughs> hmm. Do you, do you, okay, no, that's, a, that's a good question. I thought of like alter ego names mm-hmm. for guys, but I've never thought of one as a girl. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what about Joan? Joan. I'm going to go with Joan. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's like a very just brute. Yeah. Name. Well, that's what I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's Joan. what I'm going for. That's what I'm going for. All right. Do you want to go? Oh, yeah, I can go. Uh, this is from, uh, the subject is tits. So, again, Hell yeah. this is what we get for, this is what we get for. <laughs> you can send us whatever, we'll read it. Uh, this is from Brad. Hypothetical situation, you die, and you, have to, you, and you have one chance at resurrection. If you can beat God at one game of your choice, what game would you choose? 
I don't know. So you have to beat God at a, at a, at a game, and you get your chance at resurre- resurrection. Blackjack. All right, that's, I 50, like those 50 odds. Chance. That's true. Either he wins or I win. That's a good point. <laughs> what about war at that point? Just one card war. <laughs> Two. Yeah, you like you want you want some you want some choice in it. I guess. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go with the game of life, the board game. Oh wow! If I said that I would beat God in the game of life, that's pretty that's pretty badass to say <laughs> that, right? <laughs> you don't have, you don't want to go any further explanation. There's a board game, but if you said I beat God in the game of life, I guess. Yeah. I'm not that I'm that Just good at it. The concept of this is he's going to know everything. <laughs> so. The board game. It's a board game. Yeah. So you can't know everything with yeah. the board game, right? I don't know. Yeah. He probably does. All right. Here's another one. This is uh, titled Questions. Uh, why do I have to, uh, from Taylor, why do I have to poo every t- every car ride that's longer than 30 minutes? You know, that sounds like a real problem. Yeah. This sounds like something you should ask your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should watch your diet. What are you eating before you get in the car? That's a good point. Huh? You getting fast food? Maybe. You we know, need more details on this, Taylor. The worst thing ever is when you park the car far away. Yeah. And then you have a far drive. Mm. So you have to you do have to all walk, that walk, walking. Walk to the car. Maybe this yeah. is part of the problem. you got to check out your routine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You do not talk about Fight Club from Trevor. If you had the opportunity to tame any wild animal and keep it as your own, which animal would you choose and what would you name it? I've always had a thing mm. for alligators. Interesting. Yeah. Chompy. Yeah. Chompy? Chompy. Or a shark. Name him Bruce. Bruce. Hello, yeah, just, Bruce. Just, yeah, just from uh, Finding Nemo. That would be, people would like that. People is that, like is that, that what that's from? Yeah. <laughs> um, shark would be tough because you got to keep all the water. Unlike, <laughs> I don't like the tank idea. Of Salt thing. water, too. Salt water. No. All right. Um, what's something from Tanzania that might be good? Um, how about like a hyena? hyena? What about a hyena? <laughs> there you go. I think it's, it's kind of like a dog. Like it's that size. Like it's a little bigger than it's a dog. Kind of like a dog. Well, it's what I'm saying is it's like it's, it's like that a dog kinda, that eats your face. But I'm saying so. Like if you had one that was tame and like domesticated, you gotta name it like I don't know what's a hyena name. I was gonna name it like Steve Buscemi or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a random name like that. There you go. Hey, who are your friends? I don't like them. Uh. And so, Courtney yeah, I think Love. Courtney Love, yeah. <laughs> if it's a girl, it's Courtney Love. If yeah. it's a guy, if it's Yubashami. And so that way, it's kind of like I can still like walk him around. And then everybody's like, what kind of dog is that? You know, like, it's a hyena. hyena. <laughs> Try and pet him. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to break in your house if they no. see a hyena in the window. If they see it in the window. If they see it in the window, If they yeah. don't, well, that's yeah. their problem. Yeah. They're kind of ugly, but I think I think it could work. You want to do another one there, Pat? But fine. Hey, hey, hey. You say you'll read this on the show. Penis. From Paul Trusa. <laughs> uh, oh, no, not in Oregon. Uh, Paul is uh, serving our country right now in the Army, so thank you to Paul. God bless you, Paul. God bless you, Paul. Penis. So, yeah, we will definitely read that for you. Uh, so, all right, let's uh, let's do this Let's do this next one here. Uh, it's called 100th Episode Question, and it's from PNF. Oh, Pat F. Here we go. I contemplated writing 100 questions for this, and then I figured I would be wasting my time since you wouldn't read them. So I have two questions. What does 100 episodes mean to you? Not just on a service level. Get deep with it. That's what she said. What do you, I guess what is it? What, is what does it mean to me? 100th episode mean to you? Uh, I guess you could say meaningful. I didn't think people would listen. And I appreciate you people who listen. Yeah, I guess I didn't really know if we were going to be making it this far. Exactly. Yes. And but we. I didn't yeah. know if we'd find a way to fit in our schedules either. Yes, which is not always the easiest thing. No. Guys. No. 
Um, but we've been making it work so far. And uh, yeah, no, we really just appreciate people listening. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number two, if there was only one food you could eat the rest of your life without any health repercussions, what would it be and why? I mean, you didn't right now. So that's why this came up. So we actually already answered this question. Interesting that we had the same question. You two should like get together sometime. Yes. Who yes. is that? <laughs> Alina? Pat and Alina. Yeah. That has a nice uh, ring to it. Pat and Alina. Ooh. There you go. Uh-oh. So, uh, yeah, I would be chili. Mine would be chili, and Pat's would be... Crab legs. Crab legs butter. with butter. All right, here's another one. It's called Happy, Hun- Happy Chub 100 from The Real Boys. The hey! Real Boys Podcast. Real Boys. Thanks, guys. Uh, they have an episode every other Wednesday on iTunes. So, from The Real Boys to The Chub Boys, we wish you a happy 100th episode. Maybe before you hit 200, we'll have our battle to the death. Streaming live, of course. Love The Real Boys. Yes, we definitely got to do Bring a joint it. episode at some point with The Real Boys. I think there's uh, no doubt about that. What do you got next, Pat? Hundredth. Okay. From Joel. If LBJ can lead the Cavs to beat this year's Warriors team, yeah. what does that mean for his legacy? Would people give him and the Cavs credit, or would people say it was a Warriors who beat themselves? Um, um, have you watched ESPN, Joel? I think he's going to be praised and glorified yes. if they win. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, I think definitely if he, because I mean, everybody's saying it's kind of like the, the, the Warriors game, like series to lose at this point. Cause they're just, they're saying that they must, might be the best team ever made this Warriors team. Yeah. And everyone's always comparing them to the, yeah, the, the Bulls. Bulls and stuff like that. I seen that on TV today. Yeah, they do that. Well, they run out of stuff to talk about and they know people. Yeah, but they talk about the same thing. I, well, yeah. Well, that's a sports center in general. That's ESPN. I mean, how many times is it just repeat of the same stuff? Yeah. They did this exact same debate with the Warriors last year with the Bulls. I mean, this is well, what last they do year every, made sense because the record thing. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. But it's just, uh, you know, they're going to be doing this all the time. So, uh, yeah, I think you if think he won, they, I think he would have a ton, you know, he'd get a ton of praise and stuff like that. He would get a ton of praise. But I think there will also be those people who say that the Warriors lost it. I mean, especially being up in the series. Yes, being up at this point. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So it could go both ways. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to one thing, uh, you know, I'm not a big LeBron fan. He was wearing this shirt, the sweatshirt the other day, just said greatness on the front of it. Yeah. That's like the exact reason I just hate that kind of stuff. That's the exact reason a lot of people hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like, I have a shirt that says measure this and <laughs> my measure this shirt was given to me, uh, because a guy made it for his company and there was like, they basically decided it was like too douchey of a shirt for their company to have. Because it's like for some apex engineering, I think, on the back. Okay. And he's like, we can't have this shirt. And so they just gave it to all the guys on the volleyball team. And so I have this shirt. But I only wear this shirt if I, like, am with a friend, at a, like, if I'm trying to look douchey. It would make yes. sense. I would think you would so look measure douchey this, if I saw measure you wearing this, that shirt. Measure this is almost not as bad as greatness. I just I want to be if like, I wore measure shirt, what? Yeah. <laughs> but the greatest shirt is almost worse to me. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, we got... Two more. Cool. I'll read one. You read one. Okay. Okay. Questions from Taylor. Yep. Is it too late to ask questions? Follow up. When is it too late to submit questions? <laughs> also, would you rather every time you fart, a racist garden gnome materializes? Yeah. Or every night Howard the Duck gives you the birds and the bees speech? I'm going to get the birds in the bees speech. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, definitely. Um, birds and bees speech never gets old, right? No. 
No, never gets Especially out. from Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. And you could, yeah, you could like record it and people would at some point like get, you know, they like you could record it and then send it out. If you Facebook Live that every week, people would tune in to watch that. You're making money. You're making money. There you go. Yeah, and if, also, you, if you do the racist gnome, you're getting like a lawsuit. Yeah. In 2017, um, man. Actually, you can read you can't that because I have yeah, text ones. Um, yeah, no, you definitely cannot. And so, uh, yeah, the, as far as submitting questions, um, it's too late for this episode, but next episode you can still submit questions. <laughs> Chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Okay. 100 years of Chubb from our boy, Michael Thomas James. Wow, 100 years of Chubstep. Where does the time fly? I guess I can now say I am one in a hundred. Episode 009, to be exact. Between 1 and 100, what is the funniest and least funny number? See you again in episode 109. Yours for a century, MTJ. I don't know the number. Favorite episode for me was recent with Big Money Banks. Yeah, that's up there for me. I thought that was a very funny episode as well. I didn't like talking about getting spit on. (laughs) At the same time, I couldn't really keep that in. Big money just I don't know. The guy he just has like this way of being funny and not trying to be funny. Yes. I remember I agree. this part where we were talking about how good looking are certain athletes and I was like, Oh, I don't know, I've never thought about it. Yeah. And he's you were like, Banks, you wanna go? And he goes, Yeah, I think I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I agree. That was very funny. I one of my favorite ones was uh when we had M Doc Williams, uh Mark yes. M Doc Williams on just because I had played, you know, I was like somebody I'd been like my whole life, I've been listening to that song. Arthur, a huge part of like middle school and high school for me was playing that song, and to have him on the show was was exciting for me. Least favorite, least, least favorite, favorite episode. Is that what it says? Least favorite episode or least favorite number? Least favorite number. Is this saying number of episodes? Yeah, or just I don't know the number. All right, let's just saying. go number episode number. I don't know the um, numbers. Uh, well, let's just pick an episode. Um, least favorite. I think there was one we did at your. Like dining room table, it's just kind of dry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which. Um, Jared had just played football. Yeah, I just drove an hour. Yeah, yeah. I think we we're both pretty tired. Yeah. I would say some of our first books. If I if I remember, I like our you know maybe our second episode wasn't yeah. that great. You know that kind of stuff we before we kind of mat- had the rhythm and yeah. stuff. We had good material, but we didn't really have like the the rhythm down and that kind of stuff. Yes, the back and forth. It had been a while. Um, numbers in general. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I should if we had the uh, the list. Maybe I should just pull this up. Actually, I don't have access to the internet right now, <laughs> so forget that. Um, you guys have to look. At, you can search on chubstep.com. I was gonna say the so. password. <laughs> I don't know it. Chubstep.com. You can look it up. Um, thank you, MTJ. Uh, here's some texts that we have, Pat. So these are these are late submissions. And I told people just text me. Uh, this is from Face Carl, our uh, lawyer, official lawyer of Chubstep. It is Shamrock. Riding dirty. Donuts should not be breakfast food. Some fat person definitely pulled a fast one and snuck them in the food group. Thoughts? I agree. They should not be breakfast foods. Yeah. It's almost like as bad as eating a cake, but it's smaller. Yes. It's exactly like what, yeah. It's especially yeah. when they're covered in like icing and right. glaze, you know. I mean, some of them are good. Never well, been a huge donut guy. Yeah. Only only two donuts I usually eat. The jelly donut. Mm-hmm. Just love them. Yeah. And then the chocolate long johns. Yeah. Those are those are my yeah. two donuts I would eat. Yeah, uh, but like, didn't think about like Boston 
Is it called the Boston, Boston Cream? Boston Cream. Yeah. It's got all that stuff in the middle. Like, yeah, just straight icing in the middle. Yeah. It's not even like I don't like it, but that's got to be terrible for you. I, I, it actually used to bother, like, it used to bother me a little bit when I would like sleep over at people's houses, and that was what they had for breakfast that was available. Like when I, if I had like a, a lot of times I'd be staying over at somebody's house, and we'd have like a sporting event the next day. Yeah. You know, like okay, I'm staying over at this player's house because we're gonna have to go eat. to a tournament or something, and they're like, "All right, here's breakfast," and there's a bunch of donuts. Well, I'm gonna go play basketball, or I'm gonna go play. <laughs> it's like volleyball. It's like, how, what am I <laughs> gonna throw up? I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, this is horrible. This is not a breakfast feel. I, yeah, Dunkin' Donuts snuck one in. I think it was the owner of Dunkin' Donuts. Had to be. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't eat coffee cake for breakfast every morning. All right, so here's what he says. And what are your top three other foods that are not in the correct food group, or could be more than one food group? Hmm. Well, what, so what could what could kind of transform all three? I think bacon is the easiest one, right? Yes. Bacon, bacon could be put Bacon on could be all three. I like uh, waffles. Waffles. Chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles, yeah, that transforms. Yeah. Chicken and waffles is more of a lunch and dinner thing every than time it is breakfast thing. Every time I'm in the South, chicken yeah. and waffles. So chicken, so fried chicken is one. We got bacon, fried chicken. Those mm-hmm. could move all, all three. What's one other thing that people throw on for breakfast? Um, Ham. Ham is perfect. That's yes. perfect. Yeah, people eat it for like a dinner thing like that, and then they'll throw it. Yep, there we go. There's your answer. Yeah. And then we have another text here from Nick Russo, a friend of the show, Nick Russo. He says, Hey. Uh, Chubb 100, congrats on the big 100, guys. I have an exercise for you guys. Please each share the worst thing you did to get in trouble in high school. Okay, well, this is okay. This is just the first thing that comes to my mind. I, I, okay, I We had a teacher... Um, my my foods teacher my senior year she was very strict on the time that we had to get to class and i had taken first period off like i didn't have first period off all senior year because i so we i could just stay i could sleep in a little later we had that option so i I would every day i'd go into class and i'd be late and she would get very upset about it but she was suffering from early onset early onset uh, alzheimer's and well, I, we all believe so. She she could not remember anything. So she would get very upset at me, and then she would say, Jared, that's two. If you get three, that's a detention. And uh, then the third one would come around, and she'd be like, Jared, that's two. If you <laughs> Like, I heard that it was two, I'm not exaggerating, 15, 20 times. Like, I, w- I should have got, I actually never end up getting in trouble for that, other than she would, like, yell at me each time. But, like, I never end up getting actually in trouble for that. So that was the closest thing that i could think of we're we right? talking about in high school like in actual i guess school? let's just go in general oh okay if whatever you have a better story for i guess you see i never really got caught that was the thing yeah yeah <laughs> so you don't want to say it no i mean i guess you get okay i did some underage drinking when i was in high school busted i know why well, <laughs> I set myself up. My friend put um, some booze in a Gatorade bottle, oh, no. and uh, he didn't like his, so I drank mine and his. Oh, yeah. That's trouble. I walked home, yeah. and I was, like, walking horizontally back and forth yeah. down the street, and parents were hanging out with the neighbors outside, <laughs> and I fell on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> they might have seen that guy. They might have known what's up with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so instead of going inside, I brought my acoustic guitar outside and tried to warm the neighborhood up with some tunes yeah <laughs> well there you go there you go thank you guys uh thank you a lot for the emails we like all these emails uh it's obviously a little different than how we normally do it but um you know well yeah a big fan of everybody if you could do this every week we're you know we'd be happy with that chubstep.podcast at gmail.com 
Pat, uh, let's go to some others. Oh, actually, wait, real fast. Sorry. Let's do this. Uh, we have an iTunes review that I okay. didn't read a long time ago. We've got five out of five. This is from Kevin. And it says, Jared, now you tweeted out, not only am I not a Scientologist, but I challenged their shitbag legal team to come at me guns blazing. Pat agrees, but I stayed out of that one. I so, agree. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems, according, according to Kevin here on our iTunes review, I said that uh, I'm not a Scientologist and I want their legal team to come at me. Oh. And you agreed with that. <laughs> so, um, from what I've seen of Scientology recently, uh, something I never want to be a part of. Also, I don't think they, can, they have the kind of pull that they used to have. No. So I'm not as scared of them as it's I think almost, people were. They were in the almost past. like a trend more than a they, movement. Yes, I think I, I people. I think at one point they had a lot of pull, like they could get people, you know, blacklisted that kind of thing. I don't know if they have that anymore. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna stay out of this one too. But I'm not as scared as you thought I was, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So Pat, uh, what stuff do you want to get into? We got some booze news. Yeah. I got uh, booze news. Oh. Courtesy of the Northwest Indiana, the Times, an industry poll finds overwhelming support for alcohol Sunday sales. 65%, now this is just Indiana. Yeah. I should point that out. Yeah. 65% of people favor alcohol sales on Sunday versus any other day of the week. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. You would think it would be Friday, like no more work. Yeah. But people like to maybe stock up on Sunday. Football. That seems weird, though. Yeah. Yeah, but th- that's football. That's only half the year. Yeah, but I feel like most times, even football, the games start kind of early. You're not usually running out to the store beforehand to buy beer. You got so that the kind beer. of stuff. Yeah, you've already got it. That seem that number that is strange to me, and I don't know why that would be. Yeah, I, I feel like that's like the last day of the week I'm gonna do anything. I would agree. Yeah, I would say yes. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I could see Thursday. Thursday would be make the most sense to me. People in Indiana, you guys are crazy. Indiana's weird, right? It's kind of strange. Place. I actually went to high school with a lot of Indiana people. Yeah, weird kids, right? Kind of like the emos, <laughs> yeah, goss. Yeah, the... I don't want to say they were different, yeah. but they were like certain stereotypes. Yeah, like Canadians, right? Yeah. Kind of like Canadians. Yeah. Is that right? It's, Is it's Indiana all, kind of like the Canada no, of no. the US? Well, you yeah, know, people from of. Wisconsin say the same shit about people from Illinois. Yeah. Well, we're fibs. We're Just fibs. Some, yeah, fibs. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Illinois bastard, for those that don't know what fib stands for. It's a Wisconsin term that they use for a lot of. Illinois people. If you ever wanted to upset me, please call yeah. me a fib in the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> That's interesting, Pat. That is interesting. You going to do a Jeff Goldblum movie review? Yeah. Hi. 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 I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, People always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? 1985, Pat. Big 1985 movie guy? Um, 1985. Yeah. That was the year Guns and Roses got together. There we go. Also the year Into the Night came out. You seen Into the Night? No. This is directed by John Landis. You know John Landis? The name 
Sounds familiar. So he directed Animal House, Blues okay. Brothers, Coming to America, American Werewolf, American Werewolf in London, classics. the Thriller music video for Michael Jackson. Uh, he's actually good friends with one of the guys that I work with a lot. So, oh. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Well, I'm glad he's still around and yeah. kicking. John Landis, yeah. So this is starring Mr. Jeff Goldblum. He is the star of this. Ed Oaken is the name of his character. So Ed Oaken uh, starts off his... He's working at a... Uh, it's like a aerospace engineer type place. And he does not like his life. And he goes back to his wife. And he's not enjoying... You know, you can tell he's not happy. And one day he comes back early and his wife's cheating on him. Oh, he's no. very upset. So he goes... And at his job, just randomly, Dan Aykroyd works his job. Like, doesn't really have many funny lines. Just as kind of like, just a random, like a co-worker of his, Dan Aykroyd. Really? Yeah. So then he goes to, he just goes to the airport. And this, I couldn't really figure out why he did this. But he goes to the airport, right? And he just goes in the parking lot at the airport. And he's just like, he's just pissed. After he finds out his wife's cheating on him. And he's just like, he's just so unhappy. And all of a sudden, this attractive girl lands on the hood of his car while he's parked there. She jumped from like a higher level and landed on his hood. Turns out to be Michelle Pfeiffer. Nice. Um, she's playing uh, Diana, and so she's like, she gets in the car and she's like, "Run, run, run!" And these uh, Iranian guys are chasing her with guns. So then Jeff Goldblum and her leave, and they're like, you know, he, they, he has no idea what's going on, but he's just like ready for some excitement. She's like needs help, and that's kind of like the whole story of this is that uh, there's a bunch of like, you know, she's running away from these Iranian guys. There's this whole story about why she has to run away from them, and you know, he's. She's looking for help, and he's just, you know, he's just looking for any escape from his life. So there's some other people in this movie. Uh, lot There's apparently 17 appearances by other directors, in, including David Cronenberg, who was the director of The Fly, which Jeff Goldblum was also in. Uh, so then her sister is also in this, Dee Dee Pfeiffer, and she plays a hooker. So I guess she got her sister a role, and she's like, "Hey, you want to be in the movie?" Uh, but oh, sorry, here's the sad part: you're gonna be a hooker. David yeah, Bowie, you gotta do something. To yeah, get in the industry. Exactly. David Bowie's in this. Nice. Uh, he plays an English assassin kind of guy. So uh, this movie is, yeah, kind of just like it's. It all takes place in one night type of thing. Or I guess it takes place kind of over two days, but it's just like a long series of events. They don't really sleep really, and uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting concept. Jeff Goldblum is not super Jeff Goldblum-y in this. Like, he's not very, like, well, exaggerated it. it. You know, but uh, it was a good role. She was good in it. Um, interesting couple together. Jeff Goldblum seems to get a lot of attractive girls in this movie. So, you know. And life in general. Life in general. So you dirty girls. I, overall, I just, I was, so the characters I were a little campy for me. Like, I didn't love the Iranian guys or, like, the, the bad guys in this. They were a little bit, like, like always kind of fumbling on themselves and like, you know, like would kind of mess up or, you know, like it was just like a little bit too, a uh, little too campy, a little too childish type of childish type of thing for me. So it was, I was a middle tier for me. It was a uh, Harry Connick Jr. on the Independence Day scale. You got something else here, Pep? I got bitch what? All right. I said bitch. Bitch what? Bitch, 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 bitch what? I said Bitch, what? Bitch, 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 bitch,
for example, Fuller House. Yes. Girl yeah. Meets World. Yep. Now those are different types of shows. But do you really want them to ruin something that so many people already yeah. liked? And also, there's a bunch of people like me. Like, who cares? Why is that news? Love Friends. A lot of people love Friends. Jeff Goldblum's one of the most of popular shows ever. Yeah. It, I think it's very dry. When, when has one of those ones, like years later, when they came back, worked? Even, even the rest of development. Didn't they say Roseanne's coming back too? But when has it ever worked? Like I, I don't know. I, I was just thinking Arrested Development came back like years later. Everybody was like, "This is nothing, not nearly as good as the first two seasons." Why would people want seasons, that? Whatever it was, I, I don't know. It, I people people want it because they love. They just want more. They, like they always feel like when be you love better a off show, making like a movie instead of doing a whole nother season. Movie would be better, and that's what Psych is doing right now. The show Psych I loved on USA. They're coming out with a movie. It's been like off the air like two years. They're coming out with a movie at the end of December. I'm much more looking forward to that than if they did the series again. I would be looking forward to it, but I think in the end it would be, I would be disappointed with it most of the time. I think there are rare occurrences of it. Um, I know like Twin Peaks just came back on the air that hasn't been on the air forever. I don't watch it, but I'll, Michael Thomas James watches it, so maybe we'll have to ask mm. him, friend of the show, and see how that is years later when they, they're kind of rebooting it. So, But I think most of the time this does not work. Also, here's my other thing. If you're Matthew Perry, why would you say no to all that money? Yeah, they made a ton of money towards they the end of that show. They made a ton of money. And they probably make yeah. more money now. Yeah. And that's so that's the problem why shows die a lot of times is that at, you know each year these actors wants raises, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to get more money the more years People they People want a million bucks a show. And then on top of that, you typically lose viewership as years go on, yes. right? So it's like a combination of now you have less money because you're not selling as many advertising spots because you have less viewers. And now these the actors want more money. So you're making less money each episode you make compared to earlier seasons. So that's how a lot of times why these shows die. Um, but, you know, just a little fun fact. I um, think it's a bad idea. I think that so Matthew idea. Perry is doing the right decision by not saying that, but I also don't know why yeah. he's, you know, been like... Maybe he's not trying to ruin what, what that's was true. good. That's true. He's a good image for what he wants, you know, so he probably doesn't want to ruin that. Bottom line, people, just leave it in the past. Yeah. Bitch what? I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a ch- Shut up, bitch! How about some Tanzania news here, Pat? Of course. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting the virus. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. Terror as 43 elephants invade and wreck havoc in five villages in Tanzania. This sounds like a tan- Tanzanian headline. I thought this was perfect. This is what I thought we'd be talking about in the beginning. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> turned into so many political things. <laughs> I, well, there's not always stories like this, you know, because it's not that big of a country. Yes. Uh, but this this is exactly right. When I read this, I was like, this is perfect for Tanzania. This is perfect for Chubb 100. There's not that much more to the story than this. Uh, <laughs> other than, I mean, this Headline is says pretty self-explanatory. All. No deaths so far. It was in Manduli, Tanzania. Manduli district. And What's Magafuli got to say about it? No reports from the is president it the, yet. Is it the miniskirts? Nothing. nothing um, Animals are outraged. So people are saying that these cause real threats. I mean, because you got these huge, you know, huge animals going through there. And a lot of times these houses that they're living in the rural areas are not very 
they like don't have great structures. Right. Like they can they can tear through somebody's house. They're massive. Think of the big tusks. It wouldn't happen in this country. In many places. Yeah, most places. Yeah, no. If you have like a normal brick structure, or like right. a wooden structure. I mean, I the mean, houses. The houses. Yeah. Obviously, the elephants be, not gonna be able to yeah. Yeah, go through. <laughs> and also, we probably just wouldn't have forty-three wild elephants running around. No. Even if they escape from the zoo, you have like what four in a zoo at a time. I mean, like you're never gonna have forty-three just piled together that are gonna just That's start like, evading. Yeah. That sounds like a stampede. Of I mean, elephants. that's basically what it is. That's, that's scary. <laughs> it is scary. That's a lot of elephants. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine. Yeah. Stuff falling. So that's some good. That's some good Tanzania news. Yes. Yes. Um, so Pat, I think uh, we're actually going to wrap. Oh, so I will tell people this. So we got some uh, some guests lined up in these next couple weeks. I'm very excited about. Um, I'm not going to say any names, just so in case they end up falling through on any of these. But I've got some ones uh, I think people are going to really enjoy. I'm, I'm really excited. excited about. Yeah, I'm going to uh, this next week. I'm going to Texas, and I'm going to be recording some. I got Chubstep press passes. <laughs> Uh, for the IndyCar race at the Texas Motor Speedway this weekend. So hopefully I'll get some interviews with some drivers, some stuff like that. If not, then uh, then the passes were no good. So, you know, no, but they're going to be great. It's going to be a good time. So email the show, guys, chipset.podcast at gmail.com. I think, yeah, just we really want to thank everybody. For, yes, thank you for listening. Yeah. 100 episodes. 100 episodes. And thank you for telling, you know, for those of you that tell people, we always enjoy that, um, you know, to share it is always great. Yes. Always great. So, yeah. More things to come. More things to come. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, hopefully some more. We'll continue to do it as long as people are listening. Hopefully. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and the show's ended. Program is now shutting down. Now you know you got to go. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? Peace. This is Yasin.